0: Can you believe we're almost done? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I I absolutely
1: can. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, uh, I think you're hosting this one. Right? Uh, yeah, I'll take this one. <coughs> You're listening to Being Jim Davis, Lust, Gluttony, Greed, Sloth, Wrath, Envy, and Garfield. (laughs) My name is Dan Manning, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, it is February 16th, 1980, and today we are reading the 608th ever Garfield strip. Garfield 21680 on 42818, number 608. Uh, we are getting to the end of we are we are sunsetting the Arbuckle family's storyline John um we have really brought this thing to full circle to a close <laughs> um it's it's not the end of the week yet, but you know there's there's there needs to be room for an epilogue for finally you know mon mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah, this is the really epilogue the, have absolutely nothing to do
0: with the previous six strips oh mean, who absolutely knows? certainly. Who knows?
1: Who knows? Um, uh, uh, so John and I—I I mean, I—I just—I just need to set set us a, a scene. John and John's father and Garfield are all standing on the fence, on the wooden fence on the Arbuckle Farm, uh, and it is it is sunset, and you know it's something you don't really get from the black and white strips, mm-hmm. uh, because obviously there is no color. But there's this just a very nice, like, yellow into just sort of a, a light peach. Um, mm-hmm. The the sort of fading hue really makes this comic come out, and it adds this sort of, like, maudlin sentimentality to it that really mm. m- resonates with the, the feelings that John is feeling visiting his homestead, you know? Yeah, I mean, sure,
0: he he's flooded with emotion, uh, probably probably filled with... Nostalgia and regret and regret. Uh, oh, of course. About you know, paths not taken, doors that were shut. Um, yeah, this is basically like Braid.
1: This um, is a lot
0: like the video game Braid, <laughs> right? I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is vaguely similar to the story of Braid. Okay, that really um, makes me want to
0: play Braid because I, I have uh, not gotten very far in that game
1: <laughs> it is it is hard um, i can tell it's a really good game yeah play
0: the witness that's that's fun um the witness is that anyway, the um it's like a first person
1: puzzle yeah game the, with you like the, walk around an island and solve yeah. puzzles on these these line panels and yeah um you you learn puzzle mechanics. It's, it's really interesting. Anyway, yeah, um, it's like
0: it's like okay. As my yeah. friend as my friend Riley Miller describes it, it's like a Metroidvania where your upgrades are like things that you actually learn.
1: Yes, like that is exactly right in
0: your brain. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's really fucking awesome. It is. It's very um, clever. Um there's some really interesting things with it. Um, yeah. That like once you start it it is a lot of layers and once you start unpeeling some things uh, uh it does this entire thing effectively wordlessly like they're like audio pickups but you learn everything that you learn just from sort of uh looking at the world and understanding it and and the true the true power is knowledge um, yeah and you and getting like shown the mechanics
0: through like yeah yeah like, but like there's of no tutorial that means you- it's just, yeah. like, you get shown, like, a similar thing, and then you have to, like, figure it out in the in a different
1: context. Yeah. Of course, I think once you finish really... it, there's, like, zero replayability. Well, not zero replayability, but...
0: Um... Well, I mean, like, there's still, like, I mean, there's still a puzzle, like, to each of the things that you have to do, like...
1: Yes, just, but a, a a lot of the puzzles, a lot of the puzzles are centered around teaching you the mechanics. Yeah. Um, well, I've not got, so, I've not gotten very far in. I've only gotten like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah less than an hour into it. Um, God, we are just in like a
1: golden age of video games right now. I feel like I know it's so good. It's uh, it's just um, uh, apparently um, f- like forty percent of all video games on Steam were released this year, or <laughs> rather in twenty seventeen. <laughs> Um, oh that's amazing. So and like th- like 60% of all video games released on Steam were released in 2016. Like <laughs> every year the most video games uh, ever have been made. And so, you know, there's with enough shit, there's some really good, there's some great, yeah. I don't know, Jonathan Blow shit.
0: Or more Curtis like Jonathan,
1: Blow. M- more like Jonathan Blow it out blow out your ass you pre- or, or Jonathan guy. Colton or jonathan colton why don't you write yeah. me every song write a song every day some some um, some
0: some some portal shit it's about zombies uh, is there a portal 3 coming i feel like that
1: should that's no a, i just, valve gave up on making video games hell, i mean they're like, making like a dota on, card like, game i don't give a shit about half-life oh like i i i, I make think it, it's just like they realized wait a second make make if we don't make game. video games Here's the thing about making video games. It's very hard. It costs a lot of money, and everyone hates you. Who likes it? <laughs> everyone who loves video games will hate you for making. I, th- a video I mean, game. like,
0: didn't they make Portal? And as they like an make, afterthought like, yeah, like, they it like hired like a, a team. I, I don't
1: yeah, know. they they h- hired this one team at a digipen, and then they were like, "Hey, do you want to rebuild your game in in our our thing?" They were like, "Sure," and they like whipped together a prototype very quickly and like just to save time they just said it in the half-life universe so then it kind of got in <laughs> um
0: it kind of became its
1: own thing like
0: oh, i know God, there's this whole thing about
1: like good. oh like like
0: like like there's when is half-life three con- or is it half-life two episode three that people i can't remember i mean
1: it, it's technically it's half-life two episode three but at okay. this point like yeah uh, uh it's just it, it, the the joke half-life three is funnier it's just takes fewer <laughs> okay. syllables you don't have to explain yeah, go with that the then okay. episodic nature
0: <laughs> but like i i to be honest like i played the f- i'm not really a first person shooter game kind mm-hmm. of enthusiast um i loved i loved the new prey i i fucking love that game um,
1: I'm I am very frustrated because I it should be my favorite game, but I mm-hmm. kept bouncing off it. I keep mm-hmm. trying, and because I, I love games like that, I love those immersive sins like Dishonored and yeah. Bioshock. And um, mm, I
0: have mixed that, that fe- sort of lineage. I have
1: mixed feelings about Bioshock.
0: I would love to do like a four-hour bonus episode oh God, where we yes. just talk about Bioshock. Yeah, um,
1: Bioshock, Bioshock Two, Bioshock Infinite, Bioshock. Yeah. Barry, let's see. I've, one I've only and two. played the first one. Okay, um, um, it has a, a wild continuity, but like um,
0: the the like the setting is so fucking interesting, and mm-hmm. it's so like this like the lore is is just so unbelievably rich and and beautiful, but like the narrative makes no sense whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I've I, I realized this when I was playing Badshack Infinite, but it was just abundantly clear how much those games are just sort of theme parks and i mean that's kind of true of every video game and that has sort of then soured me on video games as to how sort of facile they are i guess that's fair i I don't know what i'm at what i was asking for but um like but uh uh, how much those they're just sort of uh uh, everything exists to revolve and warp around you the player Mm -hmm. uh and and give you this one experience but um I don't know. Yeah, the the narrative in Bioshock is weird, but the world is incredible. Um, It's cool. The the narrative in Bioshock 2 is incomprehensible, and Bioshock Infinite doesn't kick in until the last, like, ten minutes. Um, Mm -hmm. Great ten minutes, though. Super good um, ten minutes. Uh, I could talk (laughs) forever about about the Bioshock games. Um, Anyway, yeah, you were saying something about Prey, how you would
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I pray I find really interesting, because uh, I, I actually, like, I loved the intro, and then, like, I mm-hmm. realized it was a first-person shooter. I, I, I quote-unquote realized. Um, yeah, And yeah. was like, oh, God, I hate this. Um, cause I yeah, I am the same way. T- I tend to hate first-person shooters, because, like, I, I don't like the concept of the entire screen being your, hit, your hitbox. Um, mm mm-hmm. And it just—I don't know—it just bugs me, like the like combat in first person. I don't—I think basically doesn't work. Um, but uh, it becomes a good a good experience because like you can basically choose what kind of genre you want the game to be. Like you can you can basically treat it like a stealth game, which I think is really mm-hmm. interesting, um, and that is kind of how I played most of it.
1: Um. I mean, I feel like that's that's uh, like that's the cool route. like that's the it's always more mm. interesting to kind of sneak around these spaces and like get into every like nook and cranny and like uh, uh, like I, I loved doing all of the sort of a- ambient puzzle stuff uh-huh. um, Like I like I, I remember this one puzzle where you're in the looking glass lab and you have to uh, you you find out a, a, a key to enter up. A thing and open a vault um, and you have to use it by using this sort of looking glass playback system and all of that is only possible if you hide from the big terrifying um, alien monsters who are <laughs> not even fun to shoot like I kind of do like first person shooters but like yeah. I don't I don't want to go through this combat that's not why I'm playing this game like that's that was my big problem with the yeah. Wolfenstein reboot is that I'm like I'm here for the story but like why am I why are you making me shoot Nazis? I just want to watch these dumb cutscenes about this weird like beefcake um like action <laughs> hero who just wants who's like trying to to hold on to hope in a world covered in Nazis. <laughs> wow, yeah, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> um, the, the the reboot to Wolfenstein is good. Is the is the story for that. Um So there's this fence. I used to think it was wooden from yesterday's comic, but today I, I've realized it's now wood, and I kind of feel Mm -hmm. like an idiot. But also, it's a weird color job.
0: Yeah. So there's a wooden fence that's metal colored, or perhaps vice versa. I think I, I miss. I think I didn't quite follow what you just said, but we're gonna go with that.
1: Um, I was just sort of. It's kind of gray looking, and so I assumed that the gray meant it was sort of like metal pipes but a nondescript. That, it's
0: a nondescript fence there's a um, vertical part there's two horizontal parts there are black lines outlining the entire thing there are uh little black dots um uh, I, I believe uh intending to indicate some sort of nails or screws um and the whole thing is nondescript i mean there's no way to describe this i mean it's just serious there's only of perpendicular one perpendicular image in elements. the entire comic Mhm.
1: Yeah, there's literally John, only one like yeah. thing. If you track John every character from frame to frame, <laughs> the words change, but literally nothing else changes. Yeah. Garfield on the left, John Arbuckle in the middle, John
0: Arbuckle's dad, whom we still have not uh named. We still don't have a name for this
1: character. Uh Papa Arbuckle, uh, I don't know.
0: Um
1: I've been I've been headcanning them as John and Sylvia Arbuckle, I mean, John is John Jr. Or like oh, our John and John Jr. I think, but, yeah. Okay. Sylvia. I, I like feel that. like John's dad would be the kind of guy to name his son after him. Um
0: mm, mm-hmm. uh,
1: so alright, there's some dialogue here.
0: John oh, I like how all of the characters' mouths are covered up by their hands as if this were a cartoon, like an animated
1: Uh, Wilson from from Home Improvement.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like it's well, okay. All right. I guess that's a slightly different thing, but it's it's like yeah, we're saving on saving on the animation budget by hiding their mouths.
1: Again, there's (laughs) only one picture repeated three times throughout this comic. This is a
0: newspaper comic. Why is that? Okay, so first panel. John says, "I'm glad we visited the farm." Dad. Dad says, "Yeah." There's no panel one named up.
1: Yeah, no. um, Garfield is, I was about to say, not in this comic, but he is ancillary to this comic. I really don't understand his contribution. Ancillary
0: is a generous... Yeah. So in the second panel, uh, John continues, it's nice to get away from it all. To which his father replies again,
1: yup. Yup. It's, uh... Uh, it's clear that that john can't really he can't even talk to his dad like at least his mom asks him about his his life his dad just sort of says yep and and gazes off into the distance um he he doesn't even his only question even to john uh on yesterday's comic was was about his cat at least at least Mr. Arbuckle, Papa Arbuckle seems to understand the world that John lives in, but um, he he can't really show it. He just sort of wants to stare with his son in silence and their cat. It's kind of weird the way the cat stands like that. That's not the way cats, like, go, but he's standing on a fence. It's, like, very funny, because he's, kind of like, he's, like, I kind holding of like on. It. I like the way yeah, Garfield
0: is depicted in these panels. Like, sort of up um, on his hind legs. I like that. Mm-hmm. He's like mm-hmm. standing like people mm-hmm. do. He's like Marmaduke and I in like that it regard. when Garfield does like people do. I like that. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah. But he's so he's so cute cuz he's a little kitty but he talks he's like a people.
0: Cat. Yeah, he's not a person yeah. but he's like a
1: person. No, but he's yeah. like a person. And then that way he's yeah. kind of like all of us. He's sort of he's uh on the the left side of the uncanny valley. Um where yeah. he's, he doesn't resemble humans that much so you can kind of imprint anything really onto Garfield Garfield is an everyman character you see um, <laughs> I didn't know if you knew that about Garfield but Garfield be, to be Chris broadly Pratt of the uh,
0: of the of the Jim Davis uh, media uh, universe um,
1: I think I think the answer you're looking for is Bill Murray but that might be hitting the nail on the head too hard
0: it might um, it might be Um... Well, okay, but Bill Murray did the voice of Garfield
1: in mm-hmm. in uh, the most recent movie in the, mo- in, the in the movies, both uh, CG both movies. movies. Um, yeah, because in the, uh, in the cartoons it was Lorenzo Music yeah. who played Peter Venkman in the Real Ghostbusters. Right,
0: but then um, Lorenzo Music died, and because everybody was like everybody, like a lot of people thought it was
1: Bill Murray or something,
0: so they were like, "Well, I'm I guess sure. we'll get Bill Murray." <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because he'd played Bill Murray and another character. I saw Bill Murray last two weeks ago. Mm. Two weeks ago, he's touring the country with a a, a world class cellist and a couple <laughs> other musicians, and they're doing a review of American literature and music. Is it yeah, Yo-Yo Ma like, or
0: is it is it uh, no? Is it, it, G- is it, is Jan Jan it Vogel. Nobody?
1: Because
0: there's no no I, other famous cellist.
1: I it is nobody because it's not Yo-Yo Ma. It's the. Uh, Jan Vogel, Jan Vogel. Mm. Uh, Whatever. New worlds. It's fine. Is a s- segment from from hmm. Tom from Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer, and Huckleberry Finn. Um. A- anyway, in it, uh, uh, due to the nature of the the segment, Bill Murray has to say the n word a bunch. So now I know what that sounds like. But um, we are so not Bill going Murray. to that do a nice. reading. Of no, why not. Um, but anyway, it was a, it was a selection of, of stuff. Um, Bill Murray, great guy, super good. He had like a, he had like a 45 minute long encore. It was great. Anyway, um, (laughs) panel three Garfield says way, way away. And I think the joke here is that like, this is a remote farm, but like, that's not Mm. really a joke because that's, Mm -hmm. it's like, there's nothing funny about remoteness. I think it's just like I think. Honestly, I think the joke is that there are a lot of Y's in this, a lot of Y's and A's and W's. There are only three unique letters in this panel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Outside of the (sighs) Jim Davis two sixteen, what a cartoon man! Yeah, it's it's funny. (sighs) It's a comic comic strip. Um it it, I thought it is was another famous cellist
0: Sonny sunny
1: yang i got nothing from cronus
0: um, quartet it might be yang i don't know i think it's yang i i don't know what that is okay i had to look it up i, I lied it's, i did not i did oh. not know that name uh um, i did know david harrington but apparently he's the violinist
1: anyway uh, it's worth um, noting that John and his father are standing in in the exact same position. I mean, Garf is standing with them too, obviously, but mm-hmm. like it's it, down to the positions of their hands. They have a very similar, um, they have very similar stances, and uh, and and it's sort of indicative of the way that um, John is going to become his father. You know that he is sort of on this trajectory <laughs> where they both sort of enjoy this quiet. Um, um, lonely life where they can sort of have their their peace and enjoy the sunset and watch off into the um, mm-hmm. watch off into the sunset and not really have to talk and just sort of enjoy quietly you know he is his he's truly his father's son and and Jim is trying to show us that yeah I think I read
0: that I think that's fair I think um, I think uh, I, I think we can probably agree that the uh, the uh, Kronos Quartet's recording of uh, George Crumb's Black Angels is uh, probably an appropriate soundtrack
1: for this week. Um. Oh, it certainly is. I can hear it as it's yeah. playing. Wow that that really does right, work for this right comic. now, right? Especially like yeah, like yeah. What oh, we're listening to
0: on prime numbers,
1: like a uh, uh oh, oh, no. like
0: that part right there. Um, right. Oh well. Um boy Chris is gonna be sorry that he missed this, but yeah uh, you know
1: gripping podcast content you that's
0: how it goes when you're when you're stuck in australian drug drug jail
1: yeah when you've been you've been kidnapped by by kangaroo cops and thrown into a um wallaby infested concrete <laughs> concrete pit um dug thirty feet into the ground, it's just you and six wallabies and two dingoes yeah okay uh, yeah let's just i mean like not to
0: beat around the bush but like that you know that one of those wallabies is going to be your best friend by the by the by the time your your straight your stay is over
1: um but we're not gonna tell you which one have you been listening to okay have we no please he's gonna ask if we've ended this this episode yet (laughs) oh god no of course not um you've been listening to being jim davis mystic places of garfield uh, you can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes or the podcast of your choice. Yeah. Why not visit our website, beingjimdavis.com? dot com? You can do things there such as read and write. You can even host this show, host this very show, take over the show like I did. Anyone can add to that, to that, uh, to that spreadsheet. And you know what, like. Um you can just add lines. I added the four twenty line. I went out of my way. I said, Wait, I can just have this if I want. <laughs> you can even take other people's slots. I mean, it would be mean don't do that to someone nice like Chris Taylor or um uh, uh Emily Kogis or um Nathan Bozarth right that's his name Bozarth. You can do it to or, Chris Taylor. You can do it to chris because he's he's Honestly, in the, it's he's it's in fine. the network it's fine um or John Dickendasher. <laughs> Um, I don't. Uh, 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 you can you can follow us on Twitter at Shut Danny up, Dan. John follow. is trying to talk. So, oh, um, I don't
0: get it. I don't know why they do that. I don't get that joke. Okay,
1: sorry. Oh, the, keep going. It, it's funny. No, being interrupted is funny. This is this is being Jim <laughs> Davis. Um, you can follow me at Manuel Danning. You can follow everything I'm doing at at the Whisper Forge or at Whisper Forge. I'm really not sure, but... Uh, yeah, you can follow everything I'm doing at the Whisperforge um, or at Whisperforge.org. I make <laughs> podcasts. They're good. They, they're they cool stories and, and underrepresented voices. It's some, some dope shit. Check it out. Um, and yeah so i'm I'm that oh I'm online at inscrutable taco are you are you because yeah. I can never figure it out I can never figure out what kind of food you are it's Don't, just like a you can't I can't screw, puzzle it you can't scroot me no there's no scrooting to be found yeah. here
0: it's not a, not available not not possible uh thanks for listening and We'll catch you later.
1: Good night, you bunch of animals.